Hi, you're listening to the DIY Podcast, and we're here over at Mad Cool Festival in Madrid. Now in its third year, it's swelled from a smaller 30,000 capacity event to 80,000 people per day, headlined by some of music's best performers, the Arctic Monkeys, Queens of the Stone Age, Depeche Mode, and more. We caught up with loads of the festival stars. It's also very loud here. <laughs> to chat about the festival and also what they've got going on in general. Stay tuned for chats with Kasabian, Perfume Genius, Wolf Alice, Fiddler, Marmosets and more. Enjoy! What a beautiful introduction to this, where we are at Mad Call with Slaves. Hello. Hiya. Hiya. Um, sitting on a beautiful astroturf by a pool. Feels well nice, doesn't it? Yeah. It does feel nice. Real grass actually creeps me out in and different countries. Real grass gives me a really horrible itch as well. But you're safe Brassies. on this? I've been laying on, on bare skin on this and I feel fine. Okay, to confirm, you are just in some trunks right now, so, yeah. and no rashes. <laughs> Yellow to ones be seen. here. No, AstroTurf's a bit of me. AstroTurf's the one. So you flew in earlier, having had a sad England day, as did all of us for our Fair Nation, but we should all be happy and pleased yeah. for our I'm beautiful boys. Yeah, I'm proud of the boys. I like everyone's reaction of, like, I think in the past, media has always been like, anger whereas this is like positivity and it's like I can't believe how united our nation was yeah Yeah, it was a beautiful time it is a beautiful time I'll remember it forever and now you're going to have another beautiful time by opening the main stage at this beautiful festival yes yes where you will be playing some new things yes which ones will you be playing can you tell us some things that people might not know about the songs that you're playing we'll be playing the, the lives they wish they had Chokehold. Chokehold. Cut and run. Photo opportunity. Half of the new album. Okay. Um, Is there one song of these that maybe people won't have heard yet that you can give us a little insight into? What's your favourite? Have you got a favourite child on this album? Mm, Do you know what? Photo opportunity I listened to when I was hungover recently and I cried. (laughs) At your own (laughs) wisdom. (laughs) Yeah, I did. And, And Laurie's. Shredding. Okay. Oh, right. I thought you were going to say I'd cried. I was like, no, I want to cry, but I just can't seem to. Just in general. <laughs> Something, it's been a bone of contention of the, really? last, the last sort of ten Mate, years. Something's I don't, gonna I get, can't something's get, gonna get you. tears out. Okay. Something's going to get you and you just won't be able to stop. Yeah. I, I actually was seriously nervous at the birth of my son that I wouldn't be able to cry, and I didn't. I was just too shocked. But I, I, I shed a tear like two days in when the nurse like really fucked me off, and I was just like... <laughs> I was like holding Bart. Not at the beautiful I hold, moment. I was, hold, I was holding Bart in like a baby you carrier. You shed a tear of anger. Like, I was like, I'm so tired. And he, he just sent me all the way to the other side of the hospital. I thought I was so wrong with him. And they didn't even see me. And it turns out he's fine. <laughs> so there are more tears of like frustration. Yeah. yeah and okay. tiredness. Right. So we need to just get you to an optimum level of frustration and fatigue. I really yeah. want to have a beautiful tear at some point soon. You will. Okay. Real men cry. Yes, they do. And their own songs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, apart from these new songs, is there anything else that you can inform? I guess there will be... Has, has there been... I've got a new leather towards? waistcoat. That's a oh, big deal. okay. Yeah, Laurie's wearing a leather waistcoat on stage. Oh, um, that's really quite a nice. sexy move. Oh, yeah, but I don't... I don't he wears it open with nothing open. underneath. You know, it, oh, cheers, Nathan. It's a really good look for him. It covers, it covers my um, love handles, but lets my shoulders shine. You do look... Really buff in it. Cheers, bruv. I stole it from Bono. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
literally. Uh, 1980s Bono, Google yes. it. Just Google 1980s Bono and you'll find a picture of him with a guitar looking like Elvis wearing just a leather waistcoat and right. no, no top. Okay, I thought when you said that that you meant that you'd physically robbed Bono's dressing room. <laughs> and I was about to I say... I should have left it like that, shouldn't yeah. I? Yeah, what's the tactic? Like, how did you do such a stealth move? But I've been in, in fact, Bono's dressing room. Yeah? Yeah. Did he give you any pearls of wisdom? Bono quite likes us. The whole of you two like us. Yeah? Yeah, he actually said it was the year that we got nominated for the Mercury, insert really great Irish accent, and he was like, Do you think they got the balls to give it to you? <laughs> That's quite good. Don't do any more of that. No, I won't. <laughs> what did you say? Yes, Bono. I, yes, said, Mr. Bono. I said, Yes, I think we've got it, and we obviously didn't get it. <laughs> Uh, but still, that's nice that he believes in you. Um, who do you think is the most... Who's the most exciting person that said that they're a Slaves fan? Louis Farouk. Oh, that off. was huge, wasn't it? Didn't even say hello to him first. He said, shall I do a Louis Farouk voice? Yes. Uh, oh, fuck, what did he say? I saw your latitude, you were amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Good. And I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's really good. I feel like the only way that you could top Lou through would be maybe like David Attenborough. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the shiny Charizard. Yeah, <laughs> that we're never going to get probably. I don't know. I mean, never say never. Yeah, exactly. I'm maybe. getting loads of freckles at the moment. I'm loving it. You look nice. Yeah, it's nice. It's going to uh, really pop with the leather waistcoat. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, got any new looks that you're recognising? Just, just a classic <laughs> no top. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do looks look on stage. strong, there's nothing else you can do, really. That's true. Also, I just would hate to wear anything on stage. <laughs> so I think I'll just stick with what I've got. Okay, that's good. Believe in yourself, you're strong. Anything else uh, that you wish? Any new discoveries that you've made recently, personal or professional, that you wish to share with the world? Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to think about it for a little bit. Okay, What's that fine. weird pear thing Kev had for breakfast today? Quince. Yeah, I've heard of quince today. Okay. That's it. You ever had that? Uh, I think it comes in jelly form in Christmas. It's really much, weird. Yeah. I'm getting really into... We're both getting really into our structured eating habits before gigs. Okay. Like loading up at lunch at least two to three hours before or dinner and then a banana half an hour before a can of sugary drink 10 minutes yes. before and also being <laughs> stretching stretching loads before you go on and jumping around getting energy going yeah I'm really getting in and like that's really helping our performance okay we feel powerful excellent not, that's not also, boozing as well when yeah I was going to say on. that's yeah, a very no clean booze. regime no booze before stage okay good this is learnt from previous errors mm, yeah yeah <laughs> Going on stage after eating a curry or a Going burrito. To Mexican, yeah. Ooh. There was that one time at Hoxton Bar and Kitchen when yeah. Skinny Girl Diet supported us and I ate a really spicy burrito I half talk, an hour before I went on stage and I thought I was going to puke for the whole gig. That I was talk, the first I talk time about that quite a lot still. Well. I talk about that quite a lot. About the feeling of Laurie Just Nelly finishing a massive burrito and just walking straight on stage and just like giving the worst performance for your life. Stodgy performance. Stodgy. Yeah, okay, that's good. Well, this is worldly life advice to any new bands out yeah. there. Burrito, no, banana, 10 to 15 minutes before. Yep. No, wait. Wait a minute. 
banana half an hour before Red Bull or or a Coke or whatever. Right, okay, yeah. Slow release potassium. Slow release and then a fast release. Yeah. (laughs) You're laughing. Been topless twice with DIY in two days. I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) For the purposes of this podcast, the other one was a photo shoot. Uh, on that note, uh, thanks very much. Thank you. Have a lovely set. Love your belly sweat. There we go. We're in the dressing room with Fiddler. Hey, well, two members of Fiddler. Do you want to say hi to the good people of England and beyond? Uh, hi, uh, my name is Zach, and I bark and play guitar in Fiddler. Hi, I'm Elvis, and I play guitar and sing in Fiddler. Fabulous. Uh, and I guess, well, oh, sorry, I'm just going to move your yeah, throat juice. Yeah. It comes over here. Um, so, I guess, obviously, we are here in Spain, but also we're having a chat because there's a couple of UK shows coming up, the first for two years, I think. It's yeah. been two years? I guess. Holy shit. I think shit. so. That's what I'm told. That's what the stats Good say. Good God. Yeah. Um, what's been going I mean, like, obviously, there is a record forthcoming, but in general, in your lives, what's been going on in the last two years? What's been the... Brandon got engaged. That's nice. Yeah. The bass Congrats. player for Fiddler, he got engaged. Lovely. Um... Any other notable events? Uh, Elvis scored a movie. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. About Harry Dean Stanton. What's it? Lucky? Or it's called, yeah, called Lucky with Harry Dean Stanton. It's about, kind of about his life. And it was the last movie that he ever acted in. um, Because he just passed away recently. So he's kind of a legendary American actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And you have taken to oh, wearing scrubs. I've, I've, I've gone to uh, school for nursing because the music industry with rock and roll is going downhill, man. <laughs> it's, unless we start adding some laptops on stage, it's not looking good. But I started producing. I did this band called Swimmers cool. and uh, Dune Rats and Frights. Excellent. That took too much time. <laughs> But between these things, you have also made a new record, right? Yes. Uh, which is, well, I think there's been, so there's been one track, so Alcohol has come out already. Yeah. Uh, which is, I think, you know, it's a it's a big statement for, like, in terms of thematically, I think, you know, there's some shit going on in that track that you're very open about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, compared to the, I know, like, it's, it's weird, right? It's weird, because the second record, I mean, not all of the second record, is about like recovery and like sobriety or whatever but honestly like like I'm just human so it's like I started drinking again the songs about drinking and it's you know I think yeah coming from the second record it is weird you know but I'm not slamming dope I'm not doing meth you know I'm not smoking crack so just trying to keep a level head on things and you know this new What's really exciting about the new record is like there's been the most collaborative we've ever been, like even including the first record. It's right. just like so it's kind of just a it's just the next phase, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Instead yeah. of like, all right, like let's just keep pounding this thing and shit. Um, how would you say is that song kind of representative of where the record's going? Like I mean it's a pretty kind of like it's a full on track. Like it's definitely not kind of like pulling any punches. Yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. Like, not how fully. would you? Yeah, no, I wouldn't say that that totally represents the album. That's a little more of like taking. That was more like taking the sound that we established on the first record and kind of like um, doing something different to it and trying to you know, um, like do something kind of more. That was kind of classic Fiddler, but I feel like 
but like with uh, just different production things, yeah. you know. And and so in the in the rest of it, that was kind of like we decided that's a good way to, you know, reintroduce ourselves or like whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's a gateway drug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to our record. Yeah. Um, Instead what? of what, what was it? We figured it out. It was like uh Cocaine, the song Cocaine on our first record had one chord. Alcohol has two chords. Two chords, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so by the time we figured the, it out. Yeah, great. By the time you're on like record 10. Yeah, we might four. have like four chords. Yeah. We had to just keep, well, pace ourselves. Growing, growing up because we had cheap beer on the first record, 40 yeah. ounce on the second record. And now it's just alcohol. So. Okay. You know, it's just stealing it back to basics. It's very, yeah. very Primal. poetic, isn't it? <laughs> Is. <laughs> so, if you've been writing kind of more collaboratively and stuff, does that mean that there are some curveballs or there are some tracks that people might not expect? Like, what do you think for you? Like, what's the kind of biggest surprise of the new stuff? I'll have to see. Oh, that's cagey. <laughs> there's a, there's, it goes, yeah, it kind of goes, goes all into over the different place. territories. And I think, yeah, I think it'll be, it'll be a surprise for people. Yeah. And so, okay. that's, yeah. We're. I don't think any of us have have a problem with that, though. You know, yeah. like it's not like we're worried about what people are going to think. Like we just kind of do the thing that we do. Yes. If we were worried about what people were going to think, we probably would have broken up a while ago because people think a bunch of bad shit about us. Do you think that you put a bad? I mean, I guess like yeah, very polarizing. Yeah. People either really love us or really hate us. I'd imagine a lot of so. parents don't like you. Yeah. Well, weirdly yeah, I mean, enough, no, though. Parents do, though. Yeah, actually. people really like parents. I mean, my parents were came from punk rock, so it's like anyone in that sort of thing, in, in their sort of world, like kind of gets it. You it know, the younger parents. Your own parents. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. No, <laughs> but, but younger are... parents. Think about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the younger parents that grew up listening to Blink One Eighty Two, Green Day. You know what I mean? Like I heard there's a statue of this like um, rocker grandma in Spain. In Madrid, she was like a she was like you know eighty years old or something, and went with her grandson to a metal concert in the eighties, and apparently just like fell in love with uh, with metal, and like was, just became like a huge metal. So. You're gonna go on a pilgrimage? Rocker grandmas yeah. are the best, bro. <laughs> cool. There's a statue somewhere. Like it. Yeah. Um. So today in the set, are we gonna hear much new stuff? Like, are there yeah. any specific tracks that you can tell us a little bit about either? Uh, well, alcohol. We're playing. Um, we have a couple new ones. There's there's a song that like me and Elvis sing. We've never done that before. Like you know, trade trade off vocals like rancid style. Or yeah, I don't, yeah. It's, it's a new. It's, yeah, that's that's sort of new territory. Yeah, new territory um, for us. And, and then, then another just loud just classic just three chords <laughs> and the truth. <laughs> Because of the truth, yeah. <laughs> Festival jammer. Yeah. Excellent. Have we got any tight? Are these, are these songs named yet, or are um, they still in progress? One song is called "Are You High," and uh, <laughs> and another song is called "Can't You See." Yeah. Okay. So. All the, the rest of the songs are just question titles. <laughs> They're just questions. Can't you see? <laughs> are you high? Alcohol. <laughs> Posing lights, yeah. the big, the big ones. The question yeah. marks yeah, in life. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I like that you've gone very existential yeah. on this record. It's deep, bro. It's deep. 
Um, so do you, is it all done? Is there like a, is it, is there a release? Do you know these things yet? Are we finished? Uh, I don't we know. don't have a solid answer on that. But yeah. yeah. But the yeah. record is technically finished. It's, it's tracked. Tracked. Okay. It, but it's like, it's in the process of, you know, all yeah. the post stuff. Like. We don't really need to do anything else. Yeah. It's a, uh, in, in the mixer and producer's hand. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Anyone new on the, on those bits or... Our, our producer that, that, that's doing it is this guy, Ricky Reed, okay. um, and he's a legend. Like, he, he really brought us together in a weird way that we've never worked together like that before. So it'll be a very interesting new approach to kind of change the way that I think about music now. So it's, like, pretty tight. Okay. And he just did, he did Leon Bridges' record. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else? This girl, Lizzo, he's been producing her. But yeah, so yeah, it's he helped just, a lot with the collaborative, yeah, element, like kind of getting us to all be in a room together and be able to like add to each other's songs in a way that like when you don't have a fifth person, it can get kind of like it yeah. can just kind of go off the rails a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like, also, you know, I guess when you've been a band for quite a while now, yeah, fresh injection. Of, oh uh, yeah, new yeah. ideas. And he's like a, a mainly a pop producer. Yeah, you know, so having somebody totally different. That's not subjective to like. This needs to be rock and roll. It needs to be punk. You know, he doesn't have that. Does so. that mean it's kind of a more like, like a polished? I mean, you heard alcohol. That doesn't sound that polished, does it? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a there's, a there's a there's a there's a balance to it. You know, yeah. like you can you can have stuff that sounds that sounds like you know still raw, I guess but then be another level of, like, production, you know? And that really comes from also the mixer and also the engineer. We used a really good engineer. We recorded at Sunset Sound in Hollywood, which is, like, a legendary studio, legendary room. So all of those elements kind of give it a little bit more, you know, a little more life. Yeah. A little more yeah. Sounds like a nice house to fit into Hollywood, to enjoy the Hollywood. <laughs> we were really <laughs> hanging out in no, Hollywood. No, 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 no. We went in and got out. <laughs> No, no temptation no. to try and... It's no. really a, it's yeah. not really... It's a, not a very... Hollywood's not good. It's you not don't want to go there. Yeah. No. Uh, it's just weird. It's like a tourist trap, and it's like kind of also just like totally decrepit and weird. Urban like, decay. Very strange. That's yeah. what it is. It's just the urban decay. Okay. It's not the glamour. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, we can hear Slaves in the background. Yep. Oh, yeah. Who I think everyone wants to go on. Yeah. Can we, can we end this? Yeah, let's end Hurry this up. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're going to find a final thing on the subject of this. Uh, feels like in terms of like new bands and things you're excited about, like, I mean, they're not a new band anymore, but like, mm-hmm. who, who should we all be listening to? I, I, I enjoy like the new, can't think like, of trappy stuff coming out. You know, there's, I, I've been listening to a lot of this kid, uh, 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 Joey Trap. Um, he's pretty cool. I like him. But um, yeah, I listen to a lot of the hip hop, new hip hop coming out because I think it's, I think it's more DIY than anything anybody else is doing. So yes. I back it, you know. Um, oh, well, one ba- we're touring with the band called Side Eyes. They're they're cool. They're out of LA. Oh yeah. Yeah. And we're also touring with this band called No Bro, all girl punk band out of Montreal, which is tight. Yeah. Excellent. All right, let's go watch things. Let's do it. All right. Great. Thanks. Thank you. Hi. Hi. So, Kasabian are, I mean, kind of headlining? We're kind of co-head... I mean, like, it's you no, and no, Pearl Jam tonight. Yeah. I don't know. 
I never really know these festivals, European festivals, when you're on at one thirty. Yeah, I think it means that you're like the party band. I think so, yeah. You're the hedonistic entertainment yeah. to bring everyone's night to I its kind so. of like yes, I, climax. Say, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they tell us we are, but whether we are or not. I, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a role that you're probably fairly comfortable occupying. Yeah, no, no, we're looking forward to it. Good. I, I've never, I don't know anything about it. And I've seen the lineup's pretty amazing, though. It's good. Tomorrow's yeah, good, yeah. ridiculous. It's really, like really Arctic great. Monkeys and Jack White and yeah. like no, they've, 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 they're certainly um, that's a. A good start. The lineup's phenomenal. I reckon the last time, well, the last time that you kind of played on UK shores, apart from like little bits and bobs, was like the O2 shows. I reckon that's probably the last time that we caught up with you. At the yeah, end that's of right. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's been going on in the interim? What's been going on for you as a person? No, really. We we had a few more shows. I had a bit of time off. It's been great. It's been wonderful. Novelty? Yeah, yeah, it really has. It's been lovely. What do you do? Like, do you kind of know how to wind? I mean, um, I think like a lot of bands find it really hard to switch yeah. off. Yeah, I mean, I just work really. I, I call it work. I mean, I just just have a studio at home, so I pretty much do it, do it, do a day's work in there every day, and then and play on the slip and slide with the kids. <laughs> We've so, got this thing right, and it's 15 meters. Got it from like this build, building firm around the corner, and it's 15 meters long, right? And it costs 20 quid. It's the best 20 quid I've ever spent my entire life. Absolute bargain. Phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're saying that you're putting hours in the studio, like is that because I think that like before we've spoken and you've kind of you know made noise about kind of like wanting to do you know like just not necessarily like having like a career outside the band, but like you know wanting to do something that's a bit more like hip hop influence, like other stuff like that. Like, do you kind of like tinker around with that stuff? Yeah, when, what's great is I'm not really writing for anything. I'm just, um, I, I'm literally just, I have no real plan, so it's great. I just sort of turn everything on in the morning and then wherever that takes me. So it's, it, so I've, so it's been, I've, I've loved it, you know. You know, you know what I'm like, I like, I prefer, really prefer the studio, really. That, that's kind of what I would like doing been the most exciting thing that's come out of these do you know sessions? what m- m- more so is being able to uh, just sort of um, watch things and listen to things and spend time just reading and watching films and see that's what I'd just let you into a little secret I'm, no I'm working hard in there I'm doing <laughs> writing and shit no 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 I'm just watching YouTube and and listen, listen to as much music as possible. What have you been listening to? Um, well, I mean, I've gone... I'm, I'm into... Um, I sort of get into a sort of Nigerian funk from sort of 70s. I'm, okay. Well, it's always been there, but I've gone, gone pretty much... Go, gone quite heavy on that. Okay. And um, I really like... I couldn't tell it, say, say her first name. Tiana Taylor, is that? Tiana? Why not? I'm terrible at names. She's just bought an album out. It's called something like KSTE. Okay. So I'm, I've gone into that mode where, because everything's so accessible and instant. Like when I used to dig for records and collect records, I could tell you the label and who played on it. But now, because I listen to music in a different way, I don't even know what their songs are called, you know? But I can set, I get it on your phone and show you exactly know what the picture looks like. Yeah. But right. it's mad, isn't it? Because you'd, you'd go... Oh, who engineered that? Or who produced it? And now you just kind of... So, yeah, so I, I, I've literally just been, um, you know, looking for what... Just, just listening. Tinkering. 
digging through the stuff. Sometimes it's nice just to shut the fuck up and listen, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, has any of this manifested in things that you think will... Have you started thinking about the next record yet? Like where... No, no, I just... I, yeah, I, I, I'm just... Um, afforded myself the luxury of not having to think about that okay. and just go is there no because i guess i mean like at this point it's over a year since yeah. you're out loud just over yeah yeah okay. yeah 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 are you not putting any kind of deadlines on the next one or like if you start like... no 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 nothing i am um, we got um yeah no i don't i don't i can't see um like we've got a, a, a chosen in south america and then um, it's gonna sort of enjoy whatever it is does that mean that there might be like a bit of a longer pause i don't really know i mean it's like there's never really been what more than about two and a half yeah years between they've been they've been quite um consistent and a lot of output in it in over not i suppose really not that long a time considering you have to tour everything mm. and go go away for, for at least a year and a half so you don't really get, you get really six months to a year, really, and I don't know. But the, the thing is with, with, with me, maybe tomorrow I'll wake up in Napoli, where we're going tomorrow, and I may pick up the guitar and something will happen, I'll go, that's it, that's, that's what the next album, that's what I could see myself spending the next seven months trying to figure out how to do. Because that's always the thing, it's, um, you know, especially when you come here and you, and, and you see the machine in its full flow, it's this danger of going, oh, we'll just put any old thing out and get back on tour, you know. And it just, that really is really not very cool, you know what I mean? It's like, it's a bit depressing, that stuff. So, so just wait and see. But I'm, but I'm definitely feeling the, like, enjoying the research side of it. Yeah. Do you think that, because um, I guess at this point, this will be, if done six, Six albums, yeah, yeah six that's now. right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I guess at this point, you kind of um, there starts to be more of a question of like, really, like, why, like, why you're doing something and making it like a worthwhile Absolutely. Absolutely. thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Is yeah. there like, do you think that there is like, is there more kind of like, not questioning going on, but like, do you think that it's like a kind of a different process going into an album now than just being like, right, okay, yeah. Start Again, I suppose it, it's whatever. It's whatever, whatever lights the fire. Really, at the start, it's whatever you. Um, it's that bit of inspiration and uh, and not too much overthinking. Instincts usually the move. For me, anyway, I sort of it all really happens on instinct. But you know there will be a next one, or you're not sure. Yet? Oh yeah, oh without a doubt there'll be. An, without a doubt, I just don't know when that'll be. Okay. But but that but it like I say, it could happen could happen on the road when we're in South America it's like let's go in the studio and get this one finished so yeah do you think that there it, I mean like because I don't think there's ever been a point I mean at least in the time that we've been speaking like, I don't think there's ever been a kind of question of like you know is there gonna be like you've always been very enthusiastic about the fact that like things will continue like do you yeah. see like do you think this band has a like I I think we've point? I think with this band, it it's like we. I think you go past the point of it of stopping, so then you just carry on for the rest of your life. 
because there's so much ha so much has happened you know it would have to go horribly like drastically now you know like there were, there's probably you know around your third record everyone starts to look at each other and like you know wanting to, you know to murder each other in their bunks in the bed you know what I mean but then you go past the point and then you go Fucking hell, this is so, what an amazing sort of life you've been given to have all that history and, and, and hang and play these massive shows so that it's pure luxury at that point. So like I say, you would have to go f terribly wrong for you not wanting to not wanting to, to ever do this again. Can you see yourself as like a 70-year-old Rolling Stones type? I don't know, I, I, I can see, I just think you'd have to reevaluate how you do things. I went to see David Byrne, and he was so, it was so good. Like I've never, I, I, there's probably moments in my life when it, when it, I've been just mesmerised and, and and watched something. Like this is the reason why I do it, like a film or or a show or an album or a song. And this was that moment. And I went to see him, and he's playing. He's like 65 or something, and he's playing and. His interpretations of songs that I really like, they was as fresh as I'd ever seen him if he was 19, and I was like, fuck, that's that's the key. Like, I, I can't, I mean, you, you know, and you can, you can, you have permission to hit me with like a, you know, a chorizo if, if we ever, if you ever see us kind of trying to recreate what we were when we were, when we were younger, because I think you just have to figure out a way of, Getting the same emotion and energy across, but in a, in a different way, and that's the important thing. Yes. You know. Growing old gracefully in some way. Yeah, and, and, and it to be uh, uh, in, like interesting and and um, like and it you know and it to to be something different and new and people go, oh wow, okay, that's that's you know that's so that's the vital thing. The age is not too important. It's it's what you do with them. It's how you, how you go about it. Oh, you use it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We are here on the second day of our call with Marmosette. Hello, do you want to introduce the members of you who are here? Hello, I'm Joshy. And I'm Becca. <laughs> and I'm Will. Excellent. And there are two. We're three of mum. Yeah, the other two are they're doing just, they're something wildly around. exciting, yeah. I would imagine. They're probably going for a piss. Probably so. going from nothing more exciting yeah. than an so exciting of the body. Yeah. Excellent, good. Um, so, this, have you managed to have a look around the site or anything yet? Yeah, we've seen the swimming pool. Been in the pool? We've seen the fake grass. Um, a lot of I've been involved, not properly. I did okay. the feeding. I'm quite that. amazed by all the fake grass. Yeah. I'm wondering how much effort and money that how must much money, have been yeah. to, to do. I feel like that's the big question of this festival, is how much money does it cost to AstroTurf and entire 80,000 people festival? There must be a lot of money behind that. Is that how, how many people it 80,000 a day. This is the richest festival I've ever seen in my life. I have been to Coachella because yeah, I hear that's quite cool. a big one. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's where all the celebs go. Yeah. So exactly. I don't know. It's like. Would you want to play at something like that? No, this is an amazing like experience. We didn't expect this at all. So much fake grass, it just made the experience better. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. We're not in England anymore. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely not in England no. anymore. <laughs> um, how have you found? So I guess 
Well, I mean, this is the first summer of doing festivals with a new record. I guess you're probably playing a few bits last year. How have you found adapting the set has been over these ones? Good reactions to stuff so far? Yeah, it's just exciting to be able to play the new stuff, especially at festivals, because you get the whole journey of the older stuff mixed with the new stuff. Yeah. Will always sorts out the set list, so... Are you the one in the I just, I just kind of like, no, we all run through it and then usually I keep it on my phone. So it's usually like, who's got it? And I'm like, okay, I've got it. That's copy and paste into a WhatsApp group. Fine. That's my job. Very high end. Yeah, that's all I do. I don't actually play it, that's all I do. WhatsApp. That's my, that's my thing. Okay, that's going to become a job yeah. soon. It, it already is so many people's jobs. Yeah, you know, just WhatsApp. professionally WhatsApp. Yeah, it's like, we have, we have this tour manager who's just a tour manager WhatsApp guy. Like, we've never seen him in real life. He's just there on WhatsApp. It's crazy. Tom, Tom, Tom is, is always going to be your friend we as well. We have a fourth and fifth here now. Yeah, look, Jack and... Well, Come join. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself for the purposes of this? I'm Cop, so that was like a pretty Hello. police interview. Hey. Hello! <laughs> I was like, okay, Jack has joined and Sam has joined. A full quota of girls. Wow, we're all here! Excellent, lovely. Um, so... We have this new, uh, well, I mean, not even that new now. How long has this record been out now? For three months? Well, longer, six. Longer than that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. January? Since January. February? This is telling of how quick. So I remember we did obviously a feature with you around that, uh, and that feels like definitely not six months ago. Yeah. I would imagine it's gone even quicker. We've wrote a lot of songs in between that, yeah. that time, so. Yeah, it just shows how. Time is flown by. <laughs> are you one that, do you write quite a lot on the road? Like, do things want to come quite. Uh, yeah, we haven't been on the road as much as we normally would have been previous, the first album, but yeah. I guess that's what's amazing about this whole experience is that we're not happy. <laughs> no, it's not that, it's just we still have an amazing opportunity. You know, most bands flunk after doing the second album and it's like, bye! but it hasn't been for us and everyone's stuck around and people like our second album and we're able to come and play rad festivals all over the world so or mad festivals or mad festivals mad cool, mad cool festivals, festivals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Also, kind of, play, I always think, you know, you're one of those bands that kind of sits at the juncture of a lot of things where, you know, it can kind of work on a festival like this, it can work at like a heavy festival, it can like sit in, like, where do you kind of find that you most naturally suit? We just go here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. Like, we'll take the opportunity. Like, like, kind of crowd, like, do you prefer like a kind of download crowd or like nah. uh, India? I don't know, I guess you do get the feels. We don't care, but at the end of the day, there is some festivals that you can just tell everyone loves the music that you do and you don't have to like do too much as in trying to win people over in that situation it's just a mom's show and I think that's when it is really really special for us when it's just like we can just go up there and play last night was a bit like that yeah it was 2000 trees it was incredible it was and then we had out driving afterwards it was just like it was rad like everyone was just such such passionate people about music in the world that we're in, so it was cool. Good. Um, of this new, so writing stuff for what will potentially be the next album? Third album, yeah. Yeah, how far kind of into it are you now? Still, That's pretty quick. Uh, Still so kind of getting early. Right yeah, it's early nowhere near stages. like anywhere like we've done. We've just sort of started writing yeah. bits and bats basically. Um, we're, waiting, we're excited for that next. So, yeah, it's nowhere near like at the stage of demoing it, but we're just, we're 
getting everyone together and putting it all together. Yeah, making a start ahead of time, oh, yeah. basically, which is good. Are there any things that have come from these early movements that you think like, Is there like a small tidbit of information that you can feel of these new things that you've been writing? There's literally nothing at the moment. They've just been ideas that have been recorded on a phone. There's a lot of positive good energy. Whether point. that comes out of the way it does in a record, I don't know, but it's it's going to be what it is. And very marmous, very playful, a lot of great sounds. Um, and as per usual, we always push ourselves. So you're going to hear something a little different. But. Are there any curveballs that are kind of uh, already starting to come into the left, right, and center? Bang average, <laughs> bang average curveballs, <laughs> relentlessly. Yeah. <laughs> Hot dogs. Hot dogs everywhere. Hot dogs everywhere. <laughs> Excellent, good. Okay, uh, so I will let you get back to doing... Like, how long have you gone to FaceTime? Um, not that long, minutes. we need to go. Oh, but it's up. all right. Get what time is it? No, not ten minutes. We've got to be over there in ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, bloody hell, I'll get worried there. It takes five minutes to walk Right. You go on stage. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hello. So we are sat in the backstage bit uh, with Mike, aka Perfume Genius. Yeah, that's I. me. Hello. <laughs> How has your day, fine day so far? Today? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, I've been, we've been in Madrid for like four days, oh, and yes. I spent the first three days just walking endlessly around, and so today I decided to not move at all, but I think it was a mistake, <laughs> because now I'm just suddenly here, after being in the hotel okay. room and like... Having been lying, being, yeah. like starfish. Now I'm just suddenly <laughs> like in this shirt and like having to like walk around and be doing a thing. So. Okay, that's fine. Is there like a, do you feel like you need some kind of, you know, turning from you into Perfume Genius, the performer? I do now. A... It didn't used to be like that, but it is now, yeah. Okay. But it's fun. Yeah. I like it. It's actually way easier than not having a change. Okay. I was going to say, I mean, like, I think genuinely, like, I remember seeing some of your shows, like, on the first record, like, in little churches, and I like, I honestly don't think I've ever seen it such a, like, dramatic growth <laughs> in someone, just, like, as a person on stage. Like, it's, like, yeah. it's genuinely, like, you know, fucking great. Like, how? <laughs> like, no, it's a bit, like, I think it's, like, a... But it's nice to see from like a crowd. Well, thank you. But, I mean, it was on purpose. Yeah. And a lot of, I mean, some of it's just practice, but a lot of it was just things were happening, and I realized that I wasn't, that I was, I felt like I needed to catch up to the opportunities I was having and how much my life was changing, you know? And so just each record, each tour, I was just like, okay, I'm going to sing this note that I didn't think I could sing, or I'm going to dance. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> and um, has it felt that, like in terms of like, pushing yourself into those next things, like it's like coming naturally to kind of you know even the decision to kind of like move on stage rather than being behind a piano and stuff like that. Like the how... decision doesn't come naturally, but then once you start doing it, it you're like, why haven't I always been doing this? You yes. know. Um, I don't know why. I don't really apply that lesson to like the rest of my life <laughs> because there's a million things that I. You know, they still freak me out or make me nervous, and I know if I just did it, it'd be fine. But I've just avoided it for 37 years. <laughs> but um, I don't know. This is more important to me than whatever else. So I just do it, even yes. though I'm pretty scared. Yeah, and I think also, you know, in situations like this, when we play like a massive stage at a big festival, then like I must feel good to just like have a show. To like yeah. have a real like performative thing that kind of like works in front of a big crowd that people can Hell yeah. 
well, and I have so many songs now that I can just play all the hits. My version of a hit, you know? And I, um, I, festivals, I like loud music, and now I have a lot of loud songs, you know? Right. <laughs> Ideal. <laughs> yeah. um, so... As we were, I mean, we were just saying that like time has happened in the last, like, so it's been the record came out over a year ago now. In right? May, last May, so yeah, about yeah. a year. Does that mean that you've been kind of like thinking about next steps with? Them? I mean, no. I don't know how other people do that. I don't like write on the road. I don't. I'm very dramatic about it. I take, you know, like need like a solid at least a month. Oh, <laughs> at least a month or two off, and I'd get very, you know, very serious and just write every day and I don't like to think about other things while I'm writing okay and that bit hasn't come yet no I mean we've been just touring and then I moved I moved to LA from Seattle and um just shows I mean even if we play just a couple shows a month we still have to schedule getting there and coming back and I don't know I'm gonna have to learn how to I don't to, to balance that somehow you got any kind of uh, even if you haven't actually started writing have you got any kind of ideas of, I mean I guess like even just the fact that like it's been it was like such a hugely positive response to No Shape but like, I feel you know everyone's kind of like really embraced uh, like this kind of evolution of what Perfume uh, Genius has well then yeah well now I'm going to rebel against that I'm going to have to do something really, really minimal tiny. yeah <laughs> who knows <laughs> who knows it could be something really simple or it could be even more you know fucked up I don't know I want well, I want to do something a little more jammy which is but in like a way that is not excruciating for other people you know what I mean but I, I always like the idea of changing things that are really obnoxious to me into something good okay what's like, obnoxious to you sometimes like dude jammy like dude rock kind of stuff if okay. I could do my version of like Stevie Ray Vaughan not Stevie Ray Vaughan like his guitar solo but something like like that yeah in, in some ways I kind of actually do enjoy it yeah <laughs> if it's good but I think I don't know not in, in a silly top, way like, like it would never I'm never I'm silly in real life but my music is very very serious no I uh, <laughs> <laughs> no shit yeah. <laughs> um, when you say Jack does that mean like have you kind of like with other people like would there be more I collaborations well it's fun things? it's fun the last record a lot of this, like I wrote the songs and I had the chords and a lot of the harmonies and the lyrics and all that, but the actual sound was made in the studio. In, in some ways, I watched it happen and kind of like curated it and helped it, but there are other times where I was like in the middle of it, like doing, it was very improvisational and like in the moment. And there's times on stage where I want it to feel more like that and not yeah. so. Um, I mean, that might be just the product of playing the same thing every day over and over, you know? But finding a way to have it be more ecstatic and, like, crazy without it being indulgent, I think would be a fun balance to try to find. Yeah. I guess, I mean, like, I guess all of the songs from that record kind of were written before the kind of genesis of the live show as it is yeah. now where it's you know like that it's very kind of ecstatic that like do you find the last record was the same thing you know like I knew when I played the sh those songs that I recorded I was going to have to stand up you know and I was going to have to scream and I had never done it before and towards the end of that cycle like I had I didn't have all the stuff I'm doing now but I had like the, the little beginnings of, yeah. of it and now I feel like 
I can do can do whatever I want. Great. A very freeing feeling. Hell yeah. I imagine. Um, when you were so we were saying um, last time you spoke to DIY around that record, uh, I remember reading something where you were kind of saying that uh, it was kind of the record had been written like just before everything kind of happened politically in America, and that maybe if you'd have written it slightly later then you would have engaged with that stuff slightly more yeah. but it just kind of wasn't appropriate at that time like do you think that that's something that you kind of feel that you want to involve in it's very confusing to me because I don't know if I want to confront it or be run even farther away from it now mm. you know what I mean and that's just the daily life is the same even just sometimes you, I'm just manically reading everything and just like in a spiral and sometimes I don't even I pretend like Nothing's happening. So yeah. I guess it could go either way. Yeah. I don't think I ever will. The stuff I make will ever not be um, political in some way. But I don't know if it'll be direct yeah. or not. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I'm getting old or what's happening. I don't. I like the music being kind of this like utopian thing, place that I get to go. But then when we play the old songs that are a lot more rebellious and um, that's kind of exciting too. It, yeah. it really just depends on my mood. <laughs> it's like all these things going up and it just depends on me. Yes. You know? But I don't know. I do feel like I owe people. I owe people to be serious and to think about things in their writing. Is it like a comment on that? Or like, because I think, you know, like there's definitely like there's not much space for utopia if you're writing a song about Trump. Is that? So. <laughs> well, but like, you can do it like kind of in his face. Um, and any utopia I have is in his fucking face. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, ex- it's the whole thing is exhausting. So I don't know when I start digging up shit what it's going to be. I can think every day, like, all day I have all these ideas of how the music's going to be, what it's going to be about, and I never know until I sit down and, and make it. Because it's like a whole different thing. Yeah. It's a whole different, it's like a spirit, spiritual thing. What's your kind of, so, are you very much like someone that just locks themselves away in a room in a kind of isolated chamber for a bit? Like, what's yeah. your kind of, uh, mm-hmm. like, what headspace do you need to be in to kind of... Uh, it's kind of, it's very manic and obsessive. I just sort of you know, spend, I don't, even when I'm not doing it, it's all I'm thinking about, you know, and I just like pace around, and I'm kind of, I don't know if I'm miserable to be around when I'm making a record, <laughs> but probably a little bit, Yeah. you know, anything that's not about the music starts to sort of annoy me, I don't, I don't want to read anything or listen to anything that's not going to, to help. Yeah. That's quite an extreme, I mean, like, if that's a very concentrated period of just, like, going and doing, that's, like, quite an extreme thing to get your head around from kind of having, like, a relatively normal, and then all of a sudden just, like, putting yourself into this incredibly kind of, like, I love exposed. it, though. I live for it. I do. <laughs> I love it because it feels, um, it feels like adult. I feel very smart. I feel like feel like I'm being like a really good version of myself that I don't feel like otherwise you know like sometimes I'll write something like holy shit like I'll be like really impressed <laughs> with myself good. yeah <laughs> and it's not like just like in my daily life I'm walking around and like yeah <laughs> like, so it's I don't I I take it very seriously and I'm very dramatic about it because it, it's fun and it, it it makes me feel um like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing 
And like I'm using like Lucy, that movie Lucy, where she uses, you know, like humans only use 10% of their brains or whatever, but her, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Scarlett Johansson is like 80. I feel like that when I'm writing sort of time. I guess now, because like, it's so much more visual, everything you're doing, and there's been loads of like very fucking good fashion kind of, you know, things going yeah. on with like the last couple of records. So like, is that something that you kind of want to like take forwards and, and kind of integrate more into it? Like, how do you kind of see all of the, the whole package kind of I hope do. Like, I, I feel like with each album, I kind of know going into it, all the, all the sides to things and try to have it be all of the same spirit. And I can curate it a little bit more because I know what it's it's going to be like. And I think the next record I can make, the art and the promo pictures and the videos and the live show, um, them all, you know, work with all the same people or work, you know what I mean? Like I can make it more of a thing and not so, not wing it. I didn't wing it this time, but... It doesn't feel, it, it huh? doesn't look like it was winged. I kind of keep myself like that though you know so that I can it always feels like <laughs> well because I'm being, talking all seriously about like, this creative stuff but if you look at the flip side of it it just seems like bullshit and that's like the whole especially with videos and like um, fashion the, all, every side of it can be like that like you have all these ideas and then like the next to like wait is that like really ridiculous and too serious or um I don't know, I probably, probably shouldn't say that, but... No, I, I mean, I know what you mean, I think like it must be easy to get, especially if you're kind of, if you're going something into, because it is, you know, it's a very like, extravagant, kind of like, you know, lush thing yeah. that, you know, like everything from like, your kind of, you know, movements on stage and everything, they're very kind of like, grand, and like, you know, there's no, it's not like a, like a half-assed... Yeah. thing that you're trying to present well and some people probably do think it is ridiculous but then other people hopefully like really love it and there's yeah. no not as much in between have you had I mean you must have like I'd imagine you're an artist that gets a lot of people saying that it's really done something for them to meet what the show everything yeah and I remember thinking that about like my favorite music growing up um I don't know. That part makes me shy. <laughs> it's who just were intense. your people? Like, who were the people that like? Oh, I had a lot. Liz Fair was probably my first like one, just because I don't know. It was the first music I had ever heard like that. That was saying the things that she said, and I mean, I was listening to Ace of Base and like Janet, who I still like all of them before that. <laughs> but then um, listen to her, P.J. Harvey, Elliot Smith when I was in high school. Um, you know, you just feel so lonely when you're young, especially if you're different in any way, which you always feel like you are, even if you're not. But you just, I don't know how that happens. It's a sad thing, but music is such a, like, a companion. Yeah. You know? Is there, like, are you, because they're all quite different artists, but I think, you know, do you think there's a unifying thing, or is there something from that that you're also kind of trying to... It's just like, I don't like... I can respect music that's like really cerebral and from the head and enjoy it, but like the stuff that I, you know, that I loved growing up was all soulful. It's all really personal music. It doesn't mean, that doesn't have to be like a condescending thing to say, you know what I mean? And it doesn't mean that people have to make personal music or that if it's not confessional some way that it's, you know, I'm not going to like it, but I like it more when I feel like people are doing something that uh, makes me 
that they're scared of or they're sharing some like secret about themselves. Yeah. And then you feel less like lonely in yours. Um, so, do you have any, I mean, can we expect to hear anything new at any point in the mid? Are there any new songs that you're playing Absolutely today? not. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. <laughs> That's it. Done. <laughs> okay, well, in that case, unless, are there any other bits that you want? I mean, like, when you're not, so when you're not, to, you know, there's still tours, but I guess, like, festival season is sporadic. Yeah. Like, are there other bits that you're kind of, like, working on in between? There's different, like, different things. I'm kind of, well, I'm in the very beginning part of working on like a dance thing. Ooh. That you're choreographing or that you're No, I'm in? with the choreogra- choreographer. And I'm hope- well, I know it's just in the very like beginning stages of it. Hopefully somehow like writing music for it and also being in the show. And it's a way to, you know, I can't tour right now with like huge production. But with this project, maybe it can be a more cinematic, like full on, you know, light show. Experience. That's cool. Are you allowed to say anything way. about like what the kind of? I don't even know yet. That's the best part, though. But I'm hoping to if I do that in tandem with writing music for the record too. Amazing. A good way. Maybe the first performances for the record be in that show somehow. Oh, so it's cool. going to be like a kind of. So you're I don't writing know. the music. I'm all talking on my ass right now. It's just the beard. <laughs> like it's become official, no, it's cool. but the it's ideas just... for what we're going to do. Yeah. You know, like we're actually, we're going to do something, but we don't know what we're going to do yet. Exciting. Yeah. So I feel like, I mean, I guess kind of going into a fairly new. I mean, obviously there's like elements of like dance and things in the shows but like you know going into like a fairly new medium for you after doing however many years of music that's kind of scary and exciting and all of the things yeah well I'm hoping that like I get in shape it's one of the main things well I like what I like about playing the show sometimes is that I'm so exhausted ever afterwards and I'm not I don't ever move that much you know? But there's something you just said about you've like, been lying I even something really, still all day. <laughs> yeah, there's something really punishing about the shows, and I hope I kind of want the, the dancing to be like that somehow. Like we're so intense and so like ecstatic. It's so like um, a body horror kind of thing. Where it's just disgusting and like pretty yeah. and like everything all at once. I think that could be really satisfying. I want to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, there's um, one of the songs, Slip Away, when I perform it, is the only dance move I do that I hate when I see it on YouTube because it's just, it's like a baby dance. Okay. Like I just, you watch for it tonight if you come to the show. <laughs> I just take the microphone and I just start going like that. So Change it. Can huh? I just change it? I can't. Every single time, like the, all the music comes in, I just, <laughs> I'm just <talking. laughs> Like Muscle memory is done now. There we go. Okay, well, I will leave you to go and do that. Oh, I'll be doing it. Yeah, okay. Lovely to speak to you. Yeah, you Thank too. you very Thank much. You. Bye. We've had a, a bit of time here already. Yeah, we came last night to watch Jack White and Arctic Monkeys. So, go, go. And it was very fun. Yes. Good experience of Mad Cool so far. You're having a mad yeah. cool time. Like, yeah, like, mad hot time. Mad hot time. Yeah. Um, so I guess in the time since we last had a chat, the main things that have happened, obviously apart from an album, is that you've just played a series of ridiculously large gigs with really massive bands. Yeah. Um, how? How's that? <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. We, I don't know. It was 
it was nice to we haven't done a support tour in a long time. It's yeah. quite nice to be a support band and obviously like with two massive rock bands. It was Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you did the whole Queens and Stonehenge tour? No, we did like two weeks in America. Yeah. And then we did a couple of European dates and a couple of English dates with Foo Fighters. Yeah. How were they as uh, tour hosts? Lovely, all of them. Just so unbelievably welcoming and yeah, you, you like they know, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Queens of Stone Age. You kind of go into these things thinking, like, are you going to even see these bands, you know? But Queens of Stone Age, within about five seconds, we're in our dressing room demanding everyone drank tequila continually <laughs> for like, the next nine days. Excellent. And, like, Dave Grohl and stuff are just really lovely to us. And, and they are massive, you know, huge shows. And they yeah. made time, time to make us feel welcome. So That's good. Um, how has it been kind of, like, playing those? Because, I mean, I guess, like, they're, like, the biggest, like, the London Stadium yeah. and like yeah. absolutely huge like does it feel like do you feel like you're kind of naturally fitting on those stages now um, yeah I, I think the, I, I like playing the bigger the better for me yeah. I like it Yeah, it gives me like a, more of a, a rush and then I kind of feed, feed off that yes. so yeah it was like playing that London Stadium just makes me want to play it ourselves yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be great if it was 75,000 Wolf Alice fans. Yeah. yeah. It'd be a laugh. I mean, that doesn't seem unreasonable for the future. Uh, no, let's get, let's get to it. Yeah, come on then, yeah. crack on. <laughs> That's good though, because I think, you know, for a while, I feel like I've definitely spoken to you about doing big gigs and there's been a lot more nervousness around it. I remember like before the Ali Pali gig, yeah. you seemed quite like yeah. tentative. Um, whereas now it seems like there's more confidence about doing those things. Definitely, yeah. It's a so natural thing, isn't it? Like you have a you have the like a mental image of what walking on stage at Ali Pali's like, and then you do it, and it's obviously going to surpass your expectations, you know. Hopefully, anyway, and it did. And we, I did feel quite comfortable on that stage. We really enjoyed it. And, you know, it's, it's, these are they're always stepping stones you know, to the next thing. Yeah. So it is fun to play to big rooms like that when everyone's kind of on your side and you know anyone listening now that was at that show gave us like one of the best nights of our lives so it was really fun that's the thing I think isn't it that like I think the atmosphere at that show in particular was like so I feel like your fans really like fucking want it to happen you know it's not yeah. like casual fans so it's people that really like you know the atmosphere there was like so supportive and kind of joyful yeah it really was they're great yeah love them Love you. <laughs> um, have you had any t- like? Have you been kind of thinking about? I mean, I guess like it's only been like six months or something. Has it been six months since the album came out? A little longer actually. Are we, yeah, we, almost a year now. Yeah, we started touring out. it in America like a year, a couple of weeks ago. So we're getting towards the anniversary of Visions of a Life. That's quite mad. That's yeah. gone very fast. I know. I know. Um, have you got? T- are you a band that writes on the road? You write bits. You write lyrics and bits, right? Yeah, I mean. You just you kind of have to when you tour as much as us, but like you know, we don't like rent out a room and when yeah. we've got a day off and go, you know, just taking bits from you know little demos or writing things down and then you kind of collate that all together when we get have some time. Well, that's what we did last time anyway, so yeah. it kind of works well that way. Um, Those seeds started to be sown. Yeah, yet. I think so. Like very very few seeds. Yeah. But, there are some seeds. Some seeds are happening. Yeah. Seeds. Okay. Some seeds. <laughs> the babiest of seeds. Yeah. Um, do you know, I mean, like, do you have any idea of where this is? Hey. 
um, of where this is headed yet. Is there, I mean, I guess, like, I would imagine if you are doing these huge shows, then the idea that it kind of maybe what makes you want to write things that fill these big spaces. Yeah, it's funny. We are, because we're such a live band, you you do, we do have, like, you do, if it's subconsciously or not, you do think about that. Like, we did, we did with stuff like, on Visions of a Life, you're very conscious that you're going to go into these spaces and what's going to translate and stuff. At the same time, we also adhere to the fact that if it, if it has to have a string section or whatever, do you know what I mean? Then, yeah. then it's right for the song, then we'll follow that route. But yeah, you do start thinking like, shit, if we can do 10,000 tickets in London, then what's going to sound really sick in that kind of venue? Yeah. You know, it's, it's inspiring though, really. You start thinking about things maybe you haven't thought before and different sounds, different kinds of songs and stuff. Going to write a big hip-hop banger. Big hip-hop banger, yes. Yeah, great. But, <laughs> <laughs> but also, I think, you know, there is that. But then, like, a song like Don't Delete the Kisses, which I think has turned into, like, really, like, you know, a big anthem. Yeah. And it's, like, a really unlikely song. You know, half of it's just spoken, yeah. basically. Mm. But I think, you know, uh, it gives you the licence to do whatever. Yeah, I do think we've given ourselves some freedom in that respect. We're just... I just, like, I'll, like watch Queens of the Stone Age be like, OK, well, I just want to make rock music now. And then I'll go, you know, Ariana Grande will come on the radio and I'm like, no, I have, I want to make rock now. And, yeah. and, I, and then instead of being like, OK, we need to meet somewhere in the middle, I'm just like, fucking him do both, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. Not, it's not, it's no, there's no one really to tell you not to do that. If you like something, and you should just write whatever you want and not worry too much about mm. Is there a proper pop song in them? I mean, I have literature. <laughs> three songs in the, like the last year or like that. They're all massive <laughs> yeah. bangers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I wait. I'm just waiting for it to happen naturally. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I do feel like I'm, it sounds really stupid, I'm like back into music recently. Sort of like, <laughs> I'm really like up for digesting as much as possible out there. And it, you, you, I kind of get like, to, like the whole just like very focused on this record and focused on the touring and focused on playing stuff. And now I'm like, to see what's out there and what are you ideas. into what am I into uh, I like the new Let's See Grandma record I like I really like some of the some of the um, you know the, the, the instrumentals and stuff on there like really cool and I liked what I heard from Goat Girl yesterday that was fun it was really heavy I like anything that has a fiddle in it yeah you know, not like, many like, that last Ice Age record was sick cause it had yeah. so much like orchestration on yeah. the noise you know so that's good I'm sure there's loads of things I can never remember but um yeah. Fine. Um, how was the Liam Gallagher Finsbury Park day? Did you get to have an interaction with the big band? No, I didn't. I, I didn't even see him around or anything. I don't know what he was up to, but um, yeah, it was it was it was a nerve wracking one because obviously so many people, and I wasn't too sure if Liam Gallagher fans were going to enjoy. Don't really kiss or whatever, you know. But they were it, they were such a good crowd. It was kind of like. It was very, um, I, I said it was the closest we'll ever get to what it might feel like to be a footballer because everyone's just screaming at us, yeah. <laughs> it's coming home and that. So yeah. that was a bit weird, but to be honest, I embraced that, like, it was a good laugh. <laughs> good, yeah, I feel like um, there's a weird, I think there's like certain bands where their fans only want to see that thing and I think any yeah. any support band on that bill 
it's a bit of a test. Yeah, but if but it, it works, was really fine. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. There was, was a good crowd. I didn't feel like that. Good, no. excellent. I'm sad that you didn't get to have some kind of like tete a tete yeah. with uh, LG. Though. LG. Yeah. I saw. So I saw more kind of there. Yeah, I know. Is there a mystique? I feel like yeah. he's very out you know there. What? Yeah, there is. I feel like he's he's adopted a whole new uh, kind of version of himself, and I'm really liking it. Like, yeah. really lovable, but still Liam Gallagher. Yeah. You know? That Instagram photo of him on a. Um, what was he on? On some kind of like tram or something like that. No cable car. Google it. It's good. Yeah, he's he did an Instagram with the caption "shitting it on a cable car." <laughs> yeah, he's, it was he's great. Right. Yeah, it was good. Um, so after, is there going to be? Another, I'm guessing that in terms of UK touring, there's quite severe wind going on here. Yeah, I know. Um, is there going to be like a big step up? final bit of the album yeah I think we're gonna we don't want to just we're gonna do the O2 oh. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Maybe. oh right big step up no <laughs> I want to keep some kind of mystery, yeah. but no is the answer to that um, no like, yeah definitely gonna like say goodbye for a while in, in a we need to have some kind of party. You know, yeah. I do, I'll do anything for a, party, a celebration. You know? <laughs> so definitely, yeah. Excellent. Are you allowed to say? Do you know what you wanna? I mean, nothing's confirmed, but we will. We will be. There will be a party. Yeah. We will be back. Great. Excellent. On that note, uh, let you go and do a set now. Thank you. Thank cool. you. Thank you. Cool. So we're sat here with Alberta. Am I gonna say this right? Alberto Garcia? Yeah, that's yeah? right. Is that right? That you can say also Alberto and Garcia. Okay. I don't, I'm not As good with the th- But part. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Which is always well. I mean there's do you wanna do a little quick intro hello to like with who is here, names wise? Yeah, okay. We are, well we are seven. We are seven. Uh, Victor, uh, Cristian, Manuel, uh, Alvaro, Damaso, Diego y Alberto. And we are from North Spain, and we do music. Excellent. This is like a quick. (laughs) So this is the second time that we as DIY have come over to Madcore, which I think, you know, it's already like a really massive festival in the kind of European circuit. Like, as kind of Spanish residents, like, how has it kind of impacted on the festival scene? Has it kind of become like a big important thing in the Spanish, like, music scene? Yeah, of course. Uh, you you can see it because uh, it's on the news uh, everywhere. We we came we play yesterday in a very very small town, and everybody knows uh, knew about uh, Mad Cool, even the old people. And uh, yeah, it it has a lot of uh, repercussion in in well in in the in the shows and festivals in in Spain. Yeah, what do you think it's brought? Because I think um, in the UK, like I guess maybe Benicassim and Primavera are like the two kind of really big ones. Yeah. Like, do you think that this is kind of adding something different? Like, where does it sit in? Well, we ha- we 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 have the weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think that uh, uh, this festival is like very special because you have a lot of different. Uh, kind of, of things uh, apart from the music and uh, 
I don't know the, the I can remember the, the name the, the the edge no the edge no, no. no. the, the like thing Noria yes. like the London Eye but ah, the, right. <laughs> I, I don't know the, the name Ferris they will yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is there a name for that in Spanish Noria 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 what does that so that means wheel I don't know well big wheel yeah okay. yeah but well and your ferris wheel goes so fast as well <laughs> like why is it so fast it looks dangerous Be because we 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 have to hurry up okay. <laughs> you did spain yeah i thought spain was meant to be relaxed no 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 relax at all no 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 okay especially madrid so in terms of i mean like i think there's been a few spanish artists maybe like heinz and the parrots mm -hmm. and people like that that have kind of like started uh, to kind of make waves in the UK like how do you find like as a Spanish band like how do you find it kind of trying to get out of Spain and into like you know the rest of Europe well we, we have a, a, a thing that uh, at the first view is uh, like a handicap is the language mm -hmm. because we sing in, in Spanish and the hands are or, or other groups sing in English yeah but uh, well, we, we used to live in, in London and we saw a lot of bands and maybe when you uh, see an Italian band, you want them to, to sing in, in Italian and that's yeah. not a matter. Uh, it's more difficult uh, to, to, to go there, but it's not impossible and now we, we, we are globalized and you, if you have internet and Google Translator, you can do everything, <laughs> almost. Yeah. Have you done much? Have you taught in the UK yet? Have no. No? Well, we, we, we play all the things, yeah. but... Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the language thing is, because, I mean, you shouldn't feel like you have to... Like, is there the feeling that, like, if you don't say it... I guess English is, like, if you don't do that, then it's kind of more... Yeah, well, a little bit. I mean, we, we, we listened a lot of uh, English music, and if you want, you can translate the lyrics and understand what they are saying. And it depends on the audience, yeah. uh, not on us. Yes. Um, so, for people that don't know you guys, um, do you want to just tell me a bit about your thing like how long have you been okay. going together now give us a little potted history of okay the, the short one yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are we are seven we are from north of Spain uh, beyond the wall yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well they are beyond the wall oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we started the, the two of us because we are cousins and that's why uh, that's the, the, the name of the band okay it's like Alberto uh, and Garcia, and uh, after that uh, we we found those poor guys <laughs> on the street <laughs> and start yeah because uh, they want to earn a lot of uh, money <laughs> so they are uh, joined the band yeah. and but I mean uh, seriously we are like all a group of friends he's my brother so. He's so cousin, like and we, we know each other from from a long time, and we make uh, pop rock uh, uh, music in Spanish, as I said, uh, with lots of uh, Latin American 
stuff like rhythm groups and uh, and some uh, electronic uh, stuff as well and well it's a mixture yeah cool is that the kind of because i think you know obviously the main headliners here i mean pearl jam had an absolutely insane crowd like what do you think the kind of appetite for music is in here like is it a kind of is it quite like a rock scene i mean that's like maybe the, but like the be. festival is very kind of like heavy yeah it, it, I mean, uh, it's a lot of groups and you can see a lot of uh, styles, but... Like what's big at the moment in Madrid? Yeah, yeah. The, but, but sorry. Maybe the, no, the, I mean, the, like, the, what's the music, like big and popular yeah. in Madrid at the moment? In Madrid? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe some kind of thing that you will not see it here. Like, yeah. I mean, you from Spain, are you saying? Yeah, I just mean, like, in general, like, you know, what's the kind of, like, what's happening in the, the kind of... There, there's a lot of uh, scenes, uh, and uh, the... Well, we had here a, a very big scene that was the indie, that now is, like, blurring the lines and disappearing, but it's quite important, and groups like Los Planetas, uh, Lori Meyers, uh, I don't know, uh, Betusta Morla is now very important yeah. in, in, in Spain. And Someone was telling me the other day that Los Planetas was like, um, like the pre-Arctic Monkeys, Arctic Monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone says they're like the Spanish version of that, but before Arctic Monkeys even happened. Yeah, because they are from the 90s, I think. Yeah. 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 But I don't know. I don't know if I personally believe a lot of in, in the scenes, yeah. like what it is. And I mean, there are a lot of groups and playing in, in places, and maybe some of them look similar. But if you go deep, um, you you will find the difference between them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are there any? Can you recommend us a couple of Spanish bands that we should be listening to? Yeah. Um, Maybe Betusta Morla. Alberto, Alberto García. <laughs> Alberto García y Betusta Morla, por ejemplo. Rosalén. Rosalén. It's like a, a girl who is like a songwriter. Uh, he, he put a, a little of Spanish uh, uh, things in, in, in his music, in her music. And, Rosalén, Betusta Morla y Alberto García the, the top three in Spain nobody's talking about other things nobody at all no. that's it three bands in the yeah. country done great well I think we've summarised all then that's fine isn't it okay thank you very cool much. thank you so much thank you